Hey, what's up, zookeepers? We're back from our break. I. Hey, this is what's for Podzuki. It's really clever. I came up with that. That's my wife. Um, anyways, we moved to a new place. Uh, we had to take a month off while we got everything kind of situated. So me, Martin, and Luke are back with a brand new episode with Brandon Prosek. Uh, we waited a little bit to put it out, but Brandon, I'm sure, will be understanding. I think it's my wife paying now, too. Anyways, uh, as always, like and subscribe. Any review you put on iTunes, we will read on air. And, uh, you know, also email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. Anything you send there, we'll read, especially if it is erotic fanfiction with Godzilla and Charles Barkley. As I'm always... I mean, sometimes. Not really. I mean, some people do. Well, anyways, bye. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Have a ball. It went from, like, cold to hot. And yeah, so, man, I don't know. Like, are so we are recording like, Yeah, we are. Perfect. No, we don't need to keep sharing drug stories, then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could. I do like that. My name is Martin Felschman. No. <laughs> and I am a cocaine drug lord. <laughs> and the only thing I love more than drugs is hating women and other races. <laughs> Hello, I'm Martin Felschman. <laughs> I approve this message. Vote for me for president. Not like Separate that Separate the races. Yeah. Quote Martin Felschman. <laughs> Good thing that's never worked for any presidents now we can say in the history of mankind. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, welcome to um, Politically Incorrect <laughs> with Bill Maher. <laughs> I'm Dana Gould, uh, one of your co-hosts, or uh, also known as Brandon Kirkman. Uh, I'm Bill Maher, another one of your co-hosts, also known as Billy Bob Marlin. <laughs> and I'm Luke Flip. <laughs> nice. Well, it sounds like we're actually doing the Podzuki podcast. Um, if you were listening to this and you thought, oh, I accidentally downloaded the Politically Incorrect podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> New rules! Just right. Um, and our guest today, that's right, it's another Brandon. It's Brandon Prosig. Oh, oh, hello Brandon. Oh, hey Brandon. <laughs> nice to see you, Brandon. I feel like we have names where it's not, like, rare, but just enough where there's another Brandon, you're like, whoa, another Brandon? Wait a minute. <laughs> Slow down. Do you feel like people named Brendan or weird spellings of Brandon are inferior to you? Uh, Definitely. Absolutely. But, you know what? High five. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have it spelled correctly. Yeah. I feel. Any Brennans listening? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your parents for being such idiots. I hope they're dead. Okay, no, that's too far. <laughs> Podzuku yeah. quote of the day. Fuck your parents. <laughs> Fuck your parents. Podzuku. Yeah. Um, so we are gearing up. I think this is going to be a release like, what, May... No, I forgot the actual date of the race for this one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but we're basically gearing up for the new Godzilla that's coming out to Oh, that's films. right, it does matter. Yeah, it slightly matters this time. Because <laughs> this next one's going to release on the 22nd. This one we're going to release on the 5th. And then I think uh, June 19th we're going to do the episode for the new Godzilla that comes out. Or actually I might just switch it and make this the one that's where we release on Wednesday. <laughs> on the 22nd to get ready for it. Because we recorded with Mike Kanish last, so we'll figure that out. Yeah. Hey, Mike, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to you after that, Godzilla. Anyways, um, we watched Godzilla the series uh, based off the Godzilla 98. Uh, they made it a Fox animation uh, for like that Saturday cartoon block. Yeah. And um, still better than the movie. Definitely by by a bit. We watched the first two episodes. It's like an introdu- or introduction of the series. Mm-hmm. And um, not great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was the introductory episodes of the series. It was. It's very clear that it's going to be like a creature of the week, yeah, sort yeah. of show. So they just set up the status quo, make Godzilla a good guy, and yeah, it's pretty much it. Pretty standard '90s cartoon stuff. Yeah, I feel like it really started out of nowhere. Uh, it, it almost felt like I was like, wait, is this the intro? Like uh, opening theme, or is this the? Uh, is it started? Oh, it started. Yeah, yeah. it started. <laughs> yeah, it started with the ending of the movie, pretty but much. Slightly kind of. different. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if Godzilla died on the bridge in the film, or didn't he die like underwater? I thought he died underwater, like getting hit by submarines or Maybe something. Maybe they wanted to make it different <laughs> enough so they could still have separate animated. A separate yeah. universe. I'm going to look it up real quick while you guys vamp, but I do remember being <laughs> really stupid. To the phones. Yeah. 
just I remember it being really stupid and really disappointing when I was watching the movie. Like everything about it was bad, but even like the defeat of Godzilla in the film was like, really, this is how you're gonna end your film? You guys made this choice? Oh, well, it suffers from like uh, Jurassic Park syndrome because it's basically just they made like a giant Velociraptor instead of like Godzilla. Was Godzilla was supposed to be like otherworldly almost? Like, yeah. not, not look like anything that actually exists. Like, it is kind of a lizard, but not. Yeah, the I, I've never liked the uh, the American redesign yeah. of Godzilla for that movie. Which is why I'm, uh, the, I'm, I'm sure we've talked about this before. But I think in, like, 2001, Toho bought the rights to that Godzilla just so they could kill it off in a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla Final Wars, which is the one I'm looking forward to the most that we'll eventually get to on this podcast. Good. Cause yeah, I think Godzilla's this... The American Godzilla is also really tiny, yeah. more like the size of King Kong, and then it even like perched on in the opening credits perches on top of the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. which like it would just collapse those parts of the building. Well, no, so that's, it, that's old world engineering. Like, that, <laughs> that building was built to last. They yeah, the flimsy World Trade Center. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, I have to say that may be one of the most entertaining parts. Of those first two episodes. Well, I mean, it's famous. It's the opening credits of him yeah. leaping like a nimble cat onto the top of that building. Mm. <laughs> I mean, famously known, the Taliban was going to get the Empire State Building, but they looked at him like, that. that's built like a shit brick house. We ain't taking that down. <laughs> you can try, but we know better. Let's get those two towers. They, sh- they suck. <laughs> two for one special. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> they should call it that. Okay, this is bad. I don't like that. <laughs> um, but no, why, yeah. why you guys were vamping, I looked it up, and that is actually how he died in the movie. It was that oh. anticlimactic of he was just on the bridge, they shot rockets at him, and then he died. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Good job, animated series. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the thing I think about the movies. It answers the question every time we've watched a Godzilla film when the military comes by if it actually their shit did work and just how lame that would be mm. <laughs> like how disappointing of a movie it would be it does kind of end just though they do end with like how the Godzilla movie had that teaser where there's one egg left and it hatching like yeah. that's kind of because you're, we're not seeing the Godzilla from the movie that Godzilla's yeah. dead that Godzilla we're well, seeing the last of Godzilla's babies right that uh, imprints on Nick yeah, yeah. Chekhov. Tetopolis? Yeah. Whatever his name is. Yeah, Tetopolis. But, uh, I mean, Chekhov famously wrote that if you have a Godzilla egg in the first act, you will make an animated series where the Godzilla eggs hatches and covers it with birth fluids to make it imprinted like a cat on the main character. Yeah. So they're. Okay, fucking. What's his face? What's that guy's name? Nick? No, what's, what's like, the actor's name? You know, the guy who killed those women with his car? Oh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we, now, this is not the first time we brought this fact up. This is not a joke. Google him sometime and then be very disappointed in everything Matthew Broderick's done. Yeah. Uh, fun. He, fun. He's, he's leading the military to look around for possible Godzilla eggs because, like, oh, they killed Godzilla and they apparently destroyed all those eggs. But he's like, you can't tell the president that the, that the city is safe until I look around because I'm a worm guy. But then yeah. they look around and they get separated for some fucking Well, reason. he is very sensible like... Yeah, we're not sure all the eggs are gone. We really should double check. You think the military guy would be more ready to like be a hundred percent sure that Godzilla is neutralized? Well, listen, I'm not here to factually check this TV show. I'm here to shit on it. Yeah, <laughs> and also like I, I want to think of Godzilla laying the eggs kind of like when you eat White Castle all night of like Ooh. when you wake up you're gonna take a huge shit, which is like all of the eggs in the Godzilla <laughs> film. But throughout the day you're gonna have to take a lot of other little shits to get it out of your system, and it's not gonna all be in the same place. So in a way, it's like that, exactly, which I think is a perfect comparison. <laughs> also, it's what the movie felt like, which is having diarrhea from White Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Nick finds the egg after they get separated, and as it hatches, it gets covered with, like, baby goo, I guess uh, is the best way to put it. He was already covered in that, because there's like, a pool of it next to the egg. Yeah, yeah. He just, and, he kinda... and he's like, I'm so thirsty, I, <laughs> and just starts slurping it up. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't tell when he fell in it, because it's like, it's not well animated, and it, it looks sticky, but it looks like he's either in honey or piss, or honey piss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen that on, I've seen that on Port Tube. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it, it, it's funny how uh, such a tiny thing happening of him just falling into some goo is literally going to be the catalyst for how he's like buddies with this baby Godzilla for the rest of the series mm-hmm. like such a minor thing falling into a liquid just like ah gross oh now I have a baby Godzilla I don't <laughs> see why it had to be like that like he doesn't smell like birth goop later no. yeah. but Godzilla recognizes him by smell when he does see him so yeah. like... maybe this brings up a question does the main character ever shower 
I would say, <laughs> honestly, no, we never see it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's just like I always had this thought when I was a kid is that you never see cartoon characters use the bathroom, so I always, like, concerned or wondering, like, do they ever use the bathroom? And I guess not, if you think about it, so... Nope. That's why Joe Pantoliano's character is always making one-liners. He yeah. just, he really has to go to the bathroom. I shit so bad. <laughs> but they're always yelling at him to film, or he's running from yeah. a monster. <laughs> Joe, Joe Pantoliano plays Hank Azaria's character. It's like, I was really kind of surprised, like... I didn't think there were going to be any characters from the movie in this. I thought it was going to be completely new sort of status quo. No, it's but nothing but characters from the movie. No, it's, it's yeah. a direct sequel to the movie. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Dunn playing the... Uh, yeah, he the, plays uh, Major Hicks. Again. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying and joking around, they had that Fox Kids money, so they could get some of them, but definitely not Matthew Broderick. Yeah. No. Oh, that was like... I. Fox Kids was probably big back then. I think that was like as Fox Kids was kind of dying. Like all yeah. Saturday, if Saturday morning cartoons were dying around that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, when you hire Matthew Broderick, too, you have to have enough money for a legal team that could cover up the murder of two women, which is quite a lot. Well, they didn't hire him though. Yeah, it's true. That's why. <laughs> yeah. And also, I brought up too. The show was canceled because of the rise of both Digimon and Pokemon being way more popular in ratings, mm. which is a show that's already been animated that they just licensed in America. So of course, you just cut the shit and get that on right away. Yeah. But I mean, like, they both were probably... Well, this series might be as entertaining as Pokemon the series, but definitely not as entertaining as Digimon, which was a far superior anime. I'm still yeah. going to say first two or three seasons of Pokemon, way better than this. Okay. I'd, yeah, I'd argue that. Because I, I don't remember the show from when it was on. Like, yeah. I would watch Pokemon. To this but... day, it blows my mind that they would blow the... Or, like, they would follow the whole plots of the whatever game it was based off. But, like, the whole story arcs of Pokemon are basically Scooby-Doo levels of, like, what's Team Rocket doing this time and how are they fucking up something. And that was for, like, <laughs> 20 years almost. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just you wanted to see what new Pokemon were going to be in the episode. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And, and that's the thing. I feel like, at least now, they understand how to make a better anime. Because if you saw the, uh, the Pokemon Origin things that were up on YouTube... Those were fucking while, dope. Those were fucking sweet as hell. They're are they still up? They're still up, but like they're not they're not making new ones now. But for for you guys who have not heard of those, it's basically just ten like five minute shorts of stories taken directly from the games from various generations of the Pokemon games. And it's just like animation is crisp and it just it's it's a fucking flowing story. You're not just following Ash fucking failing and yeah. being a, a world champion for the eighteenth time. Yeah. How could you have a character that's so incompetent at everything in life, but like everywhere he goes he's like the biggest winner of whatever he does? <laughs> Well, he's not. Like, Ash has never won, like, a big tournament. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. I stopped watching before I even got to the Gary one. With the exception of the Orange Islands, but that one's not even based off a game, so it doesn't count. So did Gary win in the first one, then? No, uh, someone else did. I think it was a fucking... Lance? No, it was that... Well, uh, it was that kid who he met, like, during the Elite Four Challenge. God, I'm so glad I stopped watching that after, like, two seasons as a kid. Because even I love Pokemon, like, this is so (laughs) stupid. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, yeah, Digimon was a far superior breed in animation and time. I, I, I would agree. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't crazy about the third season. Yeah, that's, that's when they they started like morphing with the Digimon. No, right. that was season four. Oh, okay. The third yeah. season is when they made the first two seasons an anime and a cartoon, even within the world of the anime. Oh, oh. that shit was stupid. Yeah. Wait, so uh, that wasn't the season where they were all like it was like a different team, but like they were like it had like the little sister and little brother. Oh, no, that was season two, and I yeah. enjoyed season. That two. was only was season say, two. Yeah. Season yeah. one, season one and two were season season one is like fifty two episodes. That's why. Yeah, it was really long. Um, but also, I feel like we're all the same age, so like that's kind of when we all started to figure out how to masturbate. So like we're like we're done with this. I don't need Pokemon anymore. Yeah. I need Sailor Moon. Yeah, <laughs> like a big boy, <laughs> Daphne and Velma. <laughs> Though actually, that timeline doesn't make sense because Sailor Moon was on in 1996. Well, no, that's why I got VHS tapes. Ah, uh, okay, good point. That was that was my first introduction to anime, and how lucky am I that it was Sailor Moon? Because that shit still rocks. Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> Can we just talk about anime instead of the Godzilla? Series? I mean, yeah, because we it's gonna be a very <laughs> straightforward plot of like, I mean, at the time frame too. This is also I think like the same time. I want to say Freakazoid was out too, which is also mm. a way better cartoon. Fucking far better. Yeah. Well, you were saying how like Fox Kids it was kind of like going downhill. Uh, I remember they also had like an animated series of like wasn't it like that movie Evolution 
Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Which, yeah. like, I never even saw the movie, but the fact that... The movie was fun. Like, but I don't remember it being that popular to deserve an animated kid series. Well, this was like, back Godzilla was a, That was a name brand for decades. Well, this... <laughs> given when this... The Wikipedia says the show premiered, it must have been a production, like, at the same time as the movie. Like, it's mm. synergetic. It must have been, like... They must have been making the movie and like, oh, we should do a cartoon series that we can sell also. Right. Because there's no way that the movie came on, then they decided to do a cartoon. So it was probably the same thing with that. They thought it was going to be a bigger deal. Sure. Mm, and then it wasn't. Yeah. It's, I feel like the fact that this even got two seasons is kind of lucky, but like, I'll talk about a few points of like, the cool things I remember when I was watching this kid and like reading through it is that they had a, a bunch of cool monster designs at least, which was nice. Like the, whatever our team they had, they definitely had a lot of passion going into like let's make some pretty dope monsters for it to fight and like do some unique designs. So I'll give it that. But I mean, it was the standard thing of like, especially in the late '90s, it feels like every cartoon like writing team was like we need to have them say every cliche and quotable line that you've heard in every series ever oh, over yeah. and over again you know you, you just want to go through the uh, the cliches of the characters because we can just <laughs> yeah we just start off here first off uh we have the vehicular manslaughter right uh we have mr sneezy <laughs> mr sneezy so dr craven is they're all doctors but they're all dumb as shit which is one thing that really annoys me about the series watching it again but like Dr. Craven is this basically like robotics and technolo- or technological expert. But and he whole, was in the movie. He was in the movie. But his whole character trait was that he's just sneezing all the time. Like I don't fucking need a seven dwarf character. Hell yeah, he's supposed to be be like, oh nerds, they have like allergies and shit, right? That's why they don't go outside. That but. is a weird stereotype they used to have in these like oh. series and television back in the day. I think like, like a Jewish thing? Well, how, yeah. how could they be good at computers if they're not, first off, <laughs> all the time. inside all the time, and second off, Jewish? That's true. Because <laughs> uh, they need that money. Exactly. Yeah, really. Uh, then you also have uh, Elise Chapman, who is the other one, who's like a behavioral expert, and like, she's the to make like quips and jokes, but since it's like a late 90s cartoon, it's just really annoying. Yeah. She's just cynical the whole time. Like, yeah. Anytime, yeah. like... Oh, that's a bright idea, Doctor. I just want more some... bright ideas, Professor. I just want somebody to turn around and be like, what are you even doing here? What, <laughs> what is your job? We need to know. Also, I like to create, like, love triangles, I guess. It's Although a... not really. They're, like, there's... She doesn't seem to be into Nick at all, but then when, like, Nick's girlfriend... Yeah. What, what's her name? Audrey. Audrey shows up, and she's all, like... Talking shit is like, oh, is this your other girlfriend? Man, their their whole relationship's really fucked. Just yeah, yeah. yeah she's his girlfriend. Teaching kids how to barely talk to the, the woman you're with yeah. and all. Yeah, <laughs> I think she was just there, and they were just boyfriend and girlfriend because they got together at the end of the movie, so they had to keep that going. Yeah, and they learned to resent each other and barely work together, so they made it too realistic. Yeah, just like a real relationship. <laughs> yeah. But there was one scene when Audrey showed up, and a red-haired girl like kind of like scoffed, like, ugh! When yeah. Nick went over to talk to her, I was like, oh, so, so she does like him? Yeah. Maybe she just hates women. <laughs> and she just seemed like, she's just kind of like a jerk. Yeah. yeah, Nick lies to her multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's just teaching a bunch of little boys, like, look, if you don't want to talk to your woman about that, just lie to her. Just lie that you have a gigantic baby Godzilla growing yeah. at your lab. That she literally just walks up to. Yeah. <laughs> and doesn't see. So this, this was fun, actually. I, I thought this was kind of fun. So the baby does escape originally when, like, Nick gets introduced to it. But it comes back later because it still smells the goo on Nick. But it's acting like a cat. Yeah. That is cute and fun. I it's, did like yeah, that a lot. I like that quite a bit. Oh, you're making Godzilla a good guy. You gotta give him a Yeah, you gotta have him like claw a metal door, or just kind of yeah. curl yeah. up like a like a classic <laughs> 1950s animated cat. The, the best part about the action of that scene: first, it, it seems like it's gonna terrorize their whole lab. He literally bites down on like a car and just chucks it, and then uh, whips Nigel, the the weird robotic guy that's voiced Dr. by Tom Ste- Kenny, that Doctor Sneezy made. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, I already I already forgot about fucking <laughs> which so, was just a standard robot until uh, we haven't mentioned the uh, the Puerto Rican guy, the Latin guy. Yeah, that would be Rudy Hernandez. Yeah, and like if you didn't know his name, you know he's 
Latin because every now and then he'll do like a little Spanglish thing. Yeah. Just put in a Spanish like, word. Like, and then he runs off with a yeah, shoots, behind him. Shoots some six shooters in the yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think they added that, I think they added that into the writing later because they realized they fucked up and they drew him as a black guy. Yeah. I, yeah. That, that was my thing. Like, at first I thought it was black, but then I'm like, oh, so he's, he's Latin. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's throw this accent on a little heavier. Let's make it clear. Yeah. Which he, uh, has, between the first two episodes, has different scenes with two to, uh, two or th- three of the female characters and hits on all of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just right away. Well, no, yeah. I, I will give this show credit. Teenagers are constantly horny. That and is terrible. true. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably supposed to be the comic relief, but he's not funny. Yeah. Also, he does bring up in the first two episodes that he's 18 multiple times, which is a weird thing to do. Um, oh, oh, yeah, they, they should have had more Joe Pontleano and have him making all the jokes. No, they wasted they, a Joey Pants. Yeah. <laughs> he's bringing it up. He's, he, he's thinking, like, hey, listen, I'm barely legal. Think about how hot this is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, the funny term about barely legal is that... <laughs> I just want to. I just want to hit on that. There's no time frame on barely legal. Like we assume it's 18, but like, it doesn't mean that after 19 that you're no longer barely legal. If you met somebody at 19, you'd still say barely it's legal. Like, I, I think barely legal. You're barely legal for like a few hours, like on the day that you were born, but not the time you were born yet. Like I think this the actual hour you were born. I think this conversation is barely legal. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Maybe all the way till it's almost like teen rules of like once you hit nineteen or twenty, that's fine. You can still describe yourself as barely legal, but once you hit twenty one, you can't say barely legal anymore. No. What's that? What's that Eugene Merman bit? It's like, oh, you're not nineteen anymore. Sorry, it looks like forty year old dudes don't want to fuck you anymore. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, Eugene, so good. One of my favorites still to this day. Um, I think we should also bring up that like how far we've progressed as a society too, and writing because like it is basically every woman that's introduced is instantly supposed to be either a love interest or make the other women fight for the main character's attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, the French girl, she didn't, like... Yeah, She that's did true. cause fights, but she didn't, like, hit on anybody. Yeah, she was kind of there to do her job. Well, she hasn't done that yet. She's French. You know yeah. it's gonna come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a 90s animated kid cartoon. They're gonna lean into stereotypes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Also, I'm surprised she wasn't smoking and eating a baguette. <laughs> also, I feel With like we, we thought too low of the series because when they introduced her, she's clearly Asian, but also French, and we thought they were just gonna have very... Bad Asian stereotypes, and they made her French. We're like, you know what? Good on you, series. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, she wasn't in the first episode. She was only yeah. in the second one. But she's in the intro, and I had honestly thought, like, did they realize this character was too racist and just cut them from the show? <laughs> yeah. Not cut them from the intro? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's when I also said it'd be funny to just have a character in the credits that never appears to the show. <laughs> but this isn't, like, well written or funny, so that no. didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, giving it too much credit. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, they do, like I said, I feel like there are some things they kind of hit well. Like, if you were a kid watching this, I think, much like myself back in the day, it's it's pretty I mean, it's, There wasn't anybody who, like, had a vision of creating a cartoon like this. The, the production company was just like, hey, we're making a Godzilla movie. Make a Godzilla cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, Tom Kinney had a lot of fun with his role, at least, it seemed like. Being a weird robot, saying all these weird catchphrases. Oh, yeah. That's when we started just looking up Tom Kenny's IMDb <coughs> and decided that it'd be more fun to talk about Tom Kenny's uh, history and uh, filmography better. So we'll get to that later when we call Aaron. We're going to ask him some very sensual questions, uh, questions about Tom Kenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, the first episode, too, because we watched two episodes all together. It's basically one part cut in half. Because of that, the first episode seems so lackluster and boring. Yeah. Because basically it ends where the military finds Godzilla, they shoot missiles at him, and then Godzilla retreats, and that's like the end of the episode. Well, we haven't mentioned like the monsters at all yet, have we? No, because it doesn't really appear till the second oh, yeah. one. Yeah, we're yeah. not there yet. The squids. Like, they, they bring up like something attacking people in Jamaica, but... Yeah. And they assume it's Godzilla, but they're like, Godzilla couldn't have swam that far and gotten back here. I feel like they, like, you don't see the character really, but they do have like... A, Jama- a very Jamaican, like a clearly not Jamaican actor, doing a Jamaican uh, voice. Yeah. When they, they first like, this is what Godzilla started his rampage. Yeah. Just so you know, oh, it's Jamaica. Well, you know, they need to get those stereotypes in there. It's like in the '98 Godzilla film where they have the Japanese guy who's somehow getting spoken to by a uh, fucking what's his face who who played the Frenchman again. Oh, uh, Luc Besson. <laughs> Wasn't it the guy from like Leon the Confessional? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to remember his name. Jean Renault. Yeah, Jean Renault. That's yeah. the one. Uh, he, he, I don't know. He's he's asking a guy who only speaks Japanese, like, "Hey, what did you see?" And he's holding a lighter up to his face. Yeah, and, I remember and then that. He just that. says like Godzilla. It's like, 
This doesn't, this, doesn't answer, this doesn't answer any questions. Also, I do want to bring up a very inside joke, but we have a group chat with Mitch uh, Kamaiopili, who's been on the show before, and uh, he constantly likes to bring up in the group chat, like, oh, a cool guy, like Leon, the professional, which I'll type every <laughs> once in a while. It always makes me laugh, because he is a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a little hat on, got tiny glasses, um, he has a weird relationship with an underage woman. He's in everyone's favorite Resident Evil game. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke. Onimusha too. <laughs> I forgot about that series too, man. <laughs> Let's talk about more interesting things, guys. Yeah. When do you feel like the Resident Evil series truly took a turn for the worse? <laughs> uh, first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, first one was like groundwork. It's not great, yeah. but I I understand its significance. I thought the second one was good. I don't and also, the remake was... they did on the GameCube was super fun. Oh yeah, and I, I, I could never get a hang of tank controls. That's that's fair. No. Uh, I thought four was. I think four is still like the best. Seven is pretty good. Seven, yeah, that was five, very and, five and six are hard. hard Five's where hot the drop off happened. I feel yeah. like the tank controls I get, but definitely four is one of the most fun video games ever made. Mm. And then five instantly, like, remember how it was fun? What if we did all the things that made it fun, but got it wrong slightly enough where it's like, what's going on? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so there's so many more interesting things to talk about other than the series, but we'll get to episode two now, which is basically they cut back to exactly where we left off. They do a quick recap, and then we're basically having them research on the squid attacks because um, they're starting to get all these weird missing person reports i guess from like the weird tar showing up uh and they start doing well you see like some bikini teens get pulled under by the ink yeah and we're like we want to know more about their story (laughs) are they barely legal we got one of the squids into these they're teens. they're barely over legal yeah. Ooh. I gotta think about that one a little bit. Legal right. over easy. Right. Ooh, right. <laughs> I'm writing that name down. That, oh, that's that, a t-shirt. <laughs> Legal over easy. Oh. <laughs> uh, get the t-shirt these, on there. These squids, they like wait to kind of they they try to like jaws it where like you just see like the tar and like the little tentacles come out like that. It's gonna be some big reveal. And then, like, a couple scenes later, they actually show it, and it's just like a... doesn't seem like that scary of a squid. It's no. Just, they, yeah, they, they, they're, they're giant <laughs> squids. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just squids. I, th- I think they were trying to be like, hey, yeah, this is some kind of squid kaiju, but it's, it's something completely They different. do pull Not under a bunch of boats, all. too, don't they? They, they like, pull yeah, under boats, they pull under people, which... That, you know what, I'll get to that when we get to it, because it's... Yeah, and... I feel like we just got to the t-shirt jingle, so we should get to Mothra Pulls Drag Race right away. Uh, all the fashion in this show is terrible. They color coordinate all the characters because that's what you had to do in an animated show to be like, hey, look, look at how they're distinguished. Yeah. Kids are stupid as shit. And it's, so. all, and it's all on model, like an earlier cartoon would be. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's boring, it's dull, drab, no, nothing... None of the design is really cool. Like I guess when we eventually get to the monster in the second episode, that's kind of cool looking, and I guess that's where like you would want the design to be. But like mm. the characters look bad. They've got this weird like the drawing style kind of looks like Klasky Supo almost, but not as stylized. It's, I think. it's it's like a cheaper Klasky Supo. Yeah, because it's because they couldn't afford as many frames to make it like look yeah. weird and fun. Well, if you're watching or like watching Fox Kids in the the late nineties, it does have the same look of like the, all the shows they did, which was Extreme Ghostbusters and uh, Men in Black, which isn't good. But like they tried doing their own thing, but just slightly missed the mark, which I think is a funny way of like thinking of it. But, yeah, but at least with Men in Black, they all wear the suits, so you don't have to worry about. Yeah, but I think of all the terrible designs of like these main dumb doctors is like the main guy uh, looks the most boring. Like he actually just looks like he's bored because the way that they draw the eyes, he's just like, "Mm, yeah, well because he's not really interested because he's based off of. uh, (laughs) Why do I keep forgetting his name? Ferris Bueller, (laughs) Matthew Broderick. Although the way he he acts it better because he's he's more charismatic than that guy. Like. He Which, definitely he has some passion behind him, whereas yeah. Matthew Broderick, and especially in the Godzilla movie, has no fucking passion. None at all. No, not at all. It's everybody in that film sleepwalk through that performance, which I think is funny when you ever go back and watch it. Which I refuse to, because as we've talked about, we will watch the Godzilla '98 film when eventually we do a really big live episode where we decide to kill ourselves at the end of the recording. <laughs> so either one, it's, it's, it's all or nothing. It's gonna be both for me. Yeah. Hopefully, right? Yeah. <laughs> we had this amazing... 
So here's the thing. We have this amazing sold-out show. We'll say, like, it's fucking Talia Hall in Chicago or something. <laughs> we have a huge following, a great fan base. <laughs> in, the middle of, in the middle of the stage, there is a kiddie pool that we have there the whole time we don't talk about. And then after we finish it, we reveal that it's loaded up to electricity, and we all jump in and electrocute ourselves to death. Yes. Or we crucify ourselves. That's also pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you could just, just put like Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. Just, like, just like the son of Jesus Godzilla. Jesus Yes. I, I, like, I like Brandon's recommendation of we boof ourselves to death. What, what does it mean to boof? Boofing is when you put alcohol up your butt. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that. I, I didn't bring that up at all. Oh, I just <laughs> imagine that we said a kiddie pool full of vodka. No, uh, I was at Target recently, and uh, while I was walking by, I saw a person go up to a Target worker and say, like, hey, um, where... Uh, Where's your vodka? And uh, also, do you have kitty pools? Like, <laughs> oh, no. like it was asked. Those are the only two items they were looking for. Well, no, it sounds like they're just planning a relaxing weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like you could have found one of those on your own, or asked two different people. <laughs> yeah, each separately. Those I just are, those aren't red flags. Like that's just somebody who knows what they want. Though, just something yeah. this guy's figuring out a really cool way to lose uh, custody of his children. <laughs> spend like eight hundred dollars on vodka to fill a kitty pool. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, there's that video that I remember going online like a few years back of a guy who filled an entire pool with Diet Coke and then threw all of those Mentos in it. I'm just like, we really do deserve to be dead in 20 years from climate change. You know? <laughs> well, that's a good note. What's so wrong with that? Because there's so much Diet Coke you can drink for yourself. Yeah. Nobody else is going to drink it. That's a waste. <laughs> Think of all that delicious Diet Coke you could have, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to leave it. But yeah, uh, to close out the Mothra and Paul's Drag Race, I feel like the only character that I slightly like the design of was Monique because she looked like every action film, uh, like, kind of female lead from the late 90s of, like, The Matrix is cool, so now every character's gonna have, like, a weird black leather coat slash trench coat. Short hair. Like, short hair, like, kind of crop top under it, and then, like, cool jeans, which yeah. is a yeah. decent look. Brandon, what, you, said, you said Trinity, like, as soon as she came on screen. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. I was, like, I was like, oh, Trinity showed up. Great. Because Joe Pantheano from Matrix was already in there, so. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Matrix animated series probably would have been bad. Yeah. Although the Animatrix was awesome. Yeah. She was kind of, I don't really know why she was there. Like, she didn't really seem to round out the team too much. She's French. Do you guys... Let's go to this. Do you remember watching the Animatrix and be like, oh man, the Matrix sequel is going to be so good. This is so great. And then you go to the theaters like... What happened? I, mean, look at I, I, I never saw the anima- the Matrix sequel, and I've watched the Animatrix, but I've never a big fan of it. Yeah. I, I think the anima- honestly, I think the Animatrix is the best Matrix film. Probably. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I never saw Animatrix, but I will also admit I am sometimes a defender of the Matrix sequels. Go, no, that's fine. Go, go it, we can the, all be wrong. Go and see the Animatrix. You will stop defending. It works, beca- <laughs> it, work, it works because it builds the universe, which is like the only like real cool thing about the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, they... I don't know. Way better than the Wachowskis ever could build yeah, yeah. that universe. Yeah, the Wachowski starship, like, they're figuring out stuff. They'll get together one of these days. I mean, Speed Racer was a fun film. It, it, it was a fun film. I, I think story-wise, it was a mess. But... Is Speed Racer Kaiju? No. Write <laughs> <laughs> that down for movies we're going to watch now? <laughs> watch that movie on DVD, though it looks like an acid trip. It's weird. Yeah, no, Speed it's... Racer is a great film. It, I will honestly argue that. It is so weird. It, you can't really I wouldn't call it. it a great film, but it's fine. I, yeah, I, it's I'd a it's perfect very, film. You're I, right. I'd, I'd say it's very visual. I'd say it's on the exact same... Well, no. I'd say Detective Pikachu is better than it. But I'd say it's on a similar level to Detective Pikachu, where it's very visually appealing. Ooh, that's another fun sidetrack. Have you seen Detective Pikachu? Oh, oh, Not yet. Oh, uh, I did see the other night oh, that I watched oh, John Wick 3. John Wick 3 I really want to see. I know it's going to be good. Like, there's no way oh, it's not... it, it is. Yeah. It is. It's, it, that may be, right now, the best trilogy, like, like up there, just because every film is great. I remember getting upset because I was talking to a friend last night, and he told me, yeah, I remember reading online a lot of people upset with John Wick 2 and I literally got upset thinking like who didn't like John Wick 2 (laughs) what kind of fucking idiot would see John Wick 2 and say like this is the one I was expecting (laughs) chapter 2 I thought was better than the first one I did too because they make they kind of go through the whole weird like weird world they've made and get some more like grounding on it which is really cool they do some fun stuff in the third one as well and Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne really hams it up even more and I was really hoping that speaking of Trinity we were talking about it, I hope that Carrie Ann Moss will show up eventually in a John Wick movie yeah. just so that they, they could all be together isn't, isn't Jason Manzoukas in this one too? yeah a little bit yeah. Yeah. I've seen him in the posters and stuff yeah I'm just excited for the Zooks yeah. Yeah. Zook hey Manzoukas come on our podcast 
Yeah, I'm we'll, sure you listen. We'll pay I you, listen to you. Yeah, yeah, we'll pay you ten dollars and give you maybe two beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's altogether a retail value of probably eighteen dollars. I want to say so. Think about I mean, it. You know we can't afford two beers. Okay, <laughs> one beer and ten dollars. That's a retail value of at least fourteen dollars. <laughs> I want to say. If Manzukas is listening, believe it or not, which I, he is, he's one of the subscribers. Yeah. yeah. When I when I wrote a play a couple of years ago, there was a character that I'm like, I would love Jason Manzukas to play this role. <laughs> it's a dark His name was comedy. Jason Dukas. <laughs> it's a it's a dark comedy. The character's named Rusty. I think he would kill it yeah. with it. I mean, the the funny thing we bring up pretty often is we have like a slight listener base, which is always amazing to me. So who knows? You never know. It could be crazy like that. I mean, like, I, I've talked about this a few months ago when I was looking at our stats. We had, like, 400 subscribers. I'm like, really? You guys sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> There's other podcasts. <laughs> but I do think it's uh, funny. How, how many podcasts do you subscribe to that you never listen to? Oh, that's a good point. That is yeah. a good point. Hey, listen. If I'm you ever a go subscriber, this, and I have yes. <laughs> I'm still behind. If you ever get to the bottom and you listen to us, hey, we're glad you cut up, finally, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're glad you're here. After getting through Doughboys, yeah, how, probably how did this get made. Yeah. Flophouse. What's another one they were probably listening to before this? My brother, my brother, and me. Definitely. <laughs> Maybe Adventure Zone, but then you're like, I don't know about this whole Amnesty arc. But last podcast on the left. Come no, we're above that for sure. <laughs> I, like, I like last podcast. Oh, yeah, on it's the fun. Come Town. We're above Come Town for sure. <laughs> Listen, I also think it's cool to use the R word be edgy on podcasts, but we have better standards at least. I've never listened to Come Town. I just like the name. Yeah, it is a great name. Okay, I shouldn't shit talk to them either. Hey, listen, you all listen to us and you all support us and promote us on your shows. So, as we all know. Anyways, so the second episode, getting way back to that, because it's, it's easy to summarize the plot. They basically... Have a bunch of the squids show up. Godzilla kicks the shit out of them, and they're like, "These squids couldn't be causing all this issue. They're not making this weird tar that's like putting people in this like weird stasis." And that's when uh, I think its name was Crustaceous Rex appears, which is this <laughs> giant. Like, really? Did you just make that up, or did it actually say that? That's the name of it. <laughs> God yeah. damn it! Yeah, I wish I, yeah. So maybe the writers were decent, but it, it pops up and it's like this weird mixture between like a squid and a crab, and its mouth looks like the Demi Gorgon from Stranger Things. Mm. And uh, there's a big battle that breaks out because it comes to land. It doesn't have any more of its like resources to eat, so it starts eating everything there. And there's a big tussle with Godzilla. Godzilla military shows up. Military shows up. Yeah. Typical. Mm-hmm. I do like that the Godzilla has to like outsmart it in order yeah. to beat it. It doesn't. It's not just a bare knuckle like it, Godzilla bites neck and then they go in the water yeah. and Godzilla is the only one that comes up. Although that does kind of happen. Yeah. But it does have to. It pull. It gets the thing onto a cliff. Godzilla tunnels underneath the cliff because this Godzilla tunnels. I know the Godzilla in the movie tunnel too, but it's just so weird that like that's never been a thing that Godzilla's well, done. No, they they established this in the in the first episode. Like this Godzilla isn't like the other Godzilla. It moves. He on tunnels. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> he, he does that tunnel. It, it doesn't move on instinct. It's intelligent. That's oh. why it thinks I'm its mother, even though I murdered two women. Yeah, and it does. <laughs> ha- and it does have the uh, radiation breath that I don't think Godzilla in the movie had. No, yeah, it has very poorly animated radiation. See, breath. I always imagine when they were making the film, they saw that and like, no, this would be too cool and fun. Yeah. Take it out. <laughs> yeah, I think Martin described it best when we were watching the the fire breath almost looked like a laser pointer a green laser pointer that came out of his mouth yeah <laughs> they had to save on budget a little bit yeah. there yeah they spent all their money on <laughs> joey pants and yeah <laughs> which probably is true i i feel like thinking about because back back then he was probably making at least a decent salary so you can just get him for cheap you know, I, I just looked up the facts for this series he his his uh salary was actually 87 percent of the budget for this series <laughs> i'm gonna take that as fact even though it does sound like it was a joke because <laughs> that yeah. probably is somewhat true <laughs> yeah he's playing pokemon go yeah i was gonna yeah. say uh unless pokemon go is just throwing out random obscure 90s yeah. cartoon there's, facts hey guys there's a pokemon google on it now <laughs> pantleonamon yeah yeah that could be Pokemon. No, that'd be Digimon because it ends with Mon. I'm not an idiot. Um, no, there are like three Pokemon that end with Mon. Yeah. I will. I will say as we wrap this up. I think the strength of the series and why I liked it as a kid is when they're actually just having the monster fights. The characters are all poorly written and not fun. So it's really like I think they realized the strength of their series. As they got into the series is like we just need to have monsters fight and the monsters would be cool, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a Godzilla movie. Like yeah, the monster fights are what you like. Yeah. And, yeah, you don't care about any of these characters, really, but it is, like, the 
uh, backstory episodes at the top of the cartoon, so those are always kind of shitty. Yeah. Because, like, even if they would eventually be really good, the writers and staff haven't really figured out what they want to do yet. Yeah. Because it's, like, bottom burner material of, like, we just need to get the show going and start fucking oh, yeah. giving these kids what they want, which is monsters fighting monsters, which they're right about. They're mm-hmm. not Yeah, wrong. we don't really care if, you go- if, if you're good, but get your shit in on time. Which, yeah. like, they could totally just remove all the human characters and just go from, like, fight to fight. Yeah. And it'd probably be cheaper. You wouldn't need to hire any voice actors. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and just hire extra animators. <laughs> they almost make it, like, an art film of sorts. Then <laughs> well, they credited Frank Welker for Godzilla, but I didn't hear any noises that I could recognize of Frank Welker, because it, it definitely, the Godzilla roar definitely wasn't him. No. Yeah. Frank Welker, he did a lot of famous voices, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he did a lot of, like, animal voice, too. He's one of those old school voice actors. Like, he was Apu from mm. uh, Aladdin. But he was uh, Fred Jones from Scooby-Doo, mm. uh, Megatron. Man. He was, he was a bunch of stuff. Wow. Man, Nibbler on Futurama. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, that's a shame. He's still like the main animated voice of Fred. Yeah. He oh, still really? Does the voice of Fred? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Casey Kasem was doing it too until he died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Casey Kasem. Yeah. Hope you're doing that top ten in heaven. Is that what he did? I don't. Uh, <laughs> he's New Year's Eve. He did rock a New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. No, that wasn't him, was it? I don't. Think no, that so. was. That was Dick Van Dyke, wasn't it? Not Dick Van Dyke. Dick Clark? We can Dick agree Clark. all old white men are the same person, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Casey, that on a t-shirt Casey Kasem was a radio guy. Yeah. Like, American Bandstand, was that him? Yeah. I, I feel like they make jokes about him on Comedy Bang Bang. That's the only reason it's registering in my mind right now. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did Casey Kasem on that show. That would be funny. I Hello, just, and I'm Casey Kasem. I really miss... Uh, Let's bring that audible chocolate to the airway. James Adomian being on it more often doing all of his weird, like, very weird pulls of, like, Huel Hauser. Like, just bring it. Hey, Comedy Bang Bang, which also is in our podcast, bring back James Adomian, please, is Huel Hauser. We're missing him. I know he died, but, like, he could be a zombie or something. You know? Well, you just released that, uh, was he the dude from Parks and Rec? Uh, no, that was, um, that was, uh, Harris Whittles. Okay, because they just re- released the County Bang Bang record that I believe he was on. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was pretty cool, too. But you know what? R.I.P. Harris Whittles. You're the only Whittles I need. I miss Foam Corner, too. Anyways, we should get to writing this episode. And Richard Nixon's also dead. So. Which, thank yeah, God. thank God. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I loved how even after Godzilla clearly saved all these people from, like, the squid and the... Crustaceous like literally, like saved people that were stuck in the tar and brought. Well, yeah, well, no, he didn't do no, that yet. It, no, that was the thing. It was like the colonel was pretty much like, "Oh, we're gonna kill him," and then it was almost like Godzilla was like, "Oh shit, I heard that." Went down into the tar, just like kind of like he he spins in like a circle <laughs> over. Him he just kind of like create like a reverse cyclone, yeah, and to it, rise every all the ships up, and also because there's a scene earlier where Craven and whatever the red haired girl's name is. They got stuck in the ink, but I guess it, like, preserves you, so you, you, they just wash it off with some kind of, like, base or science something. Goop. Yeah, yeah, science scoop. Yeah, scoop. Which he just threw science. together in, in a voiceover. Yeah, they, they said it was, like, a, a saline solution or something, and it dissolved. So, aloe. It was yeah. Aloe. From, from, from what I remember them describing, overall, the, uh, the tar acts as something that doesn't just keep the host alive, but also, like, feeds off their electrolytes. So overall, it's got what plants crave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's that's a good idea. It's just it's just, a, it's just an excuse to like for nobody to die. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an excuse for people to get pulled underwater and for things to look bad and gory, but everything's fine. Because yeah, I remember I you could see the death. body, the bodies rising up, and I was like, is he just pulling all the dead bodies up from the ocean floor? To meanwhile, I'm here like drowning pool. I want the bodies to hit the floor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So, I feel like before we read, I do want to mention this. We were going to try to watch the Godzilla series from Hanna-Barbera in the 60s. Barbera. Barbera. But I think it was so universally hated that I could not find it anywhere online. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, my internet kung fu is pretty strong. So, like, most of these that I will download are kind of at least is a little really research. hated? Because I've never heard anybody talk about hating it. I know it was like it wasn't great. Or is it just so lackluster that people Yeah, so about many it. Hanna-Barbera stuff. I think if, like, people hated it, you probably would be able to find it. Because mm. people would talk about it. Yeah, that's true. Man, it's an interesting debate. Hey, you know what? Email us at uh, podzukipodcast at gmail.com with your opinions, and we'll read it online. Yeah, if you, if you recorded any of those uh, Super Chunk uh, 
blocks they used to do. They did Godzilla a couple yeah. of times. So or just email us anything at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You know, email us email us reviews. Email us that series. Email us any Godzilla porn you find. Just email <laughs> Please. <laughs> we need it. Email, yeah. it's <laughs> email nudes. Yeah. Do that. No. If you're not, of age. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna encourage anyone to send us nudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless it's news of Godzilla. I'm just yes. I'm not encouraging them to, I'm just saying if that's what they want to do, it's but fine. If you Photoshop your penis on Godzilla, we're gonna know it's your penis. <laughs> we know what his penis looks like, so please don't think we're idiots. <laughs> Anyways <laughs> Getting to the review for this episode, we uh so each year we we change it up. The first year we started was Podzuki's out of non-Podzuki's, which is a complicated system to explain. The second year was the Goro rating system, which was Goro from Mortal Kombat, so you have four thumbs up instead of two thumbs up. <laughs> but you can also do, like, going down or, like, two of them, give them the middle finger. Um, this year we're doing Crabs out of Turtles, uh, which is from a... Uh, we watched Space Amoeba, and they said a line that, as everyone knows, turtles are crabs' natural enemies, and oh, we thought that was very fun. It was... So a giant crab and a giant turtle were being controlled by the space amoeba <laughs> to fight against the people. But then as soon as they were out of control, the scientist was like, oh my god, nature's taking it, nature's taking its course. And they started fighting each other because everyone knows nature is just crab fight turtle. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And I feel like we should always say this, watch space amoeba if you haven't. That was such a fun film. It was a fun film. Anyways, for this series, I feel for the two episodes we watched, I would give it six crabs fighting ten turtles because, like, it's fun. It's not terrible. It's not good. So it's, like, right on that, that, that border, if you just drop at one point, it's a mediocre experience. So I feel like if we went through and watched other episodes, it wouldn't be too bad. But, like, why? Mm. So that's my rating on it. Mm, I'll, I'll give it four. Oof. Just four. Just four? But yeah, it's like... I don't know. For now, it's definitely below average. At the time, it might have been average to maybe slightly above average, but it's kind of like a weird time for television animation. It was like, yeah, like after like Cartoon Network original series like Dexter's Lab and stuff, and then before like Adventure Time and all the cool stuff from like the late aughts. So yeah, just four. It's fine. I wouldn't probably wouldn't go back and watch it but if it were on maybe i would enjoy it yeah i, I might not turn it off yeah this isn't like a masked ride where like we're gonna have to go back and watch that crazy yeah, ass yeah. series <laughs> <laughs> i don't if you ever want an episode to check out which we always recommend uh masked rider we watched it with mitch who we mentioned earlier and it's just such a weird it's bizarre so show fucking crazy it's, it's hard to even describe it in any way or form there's a bug man on a motorcycle and sometimes there's a guy who turns into a car and he has a robot hand yeah so it just has everything. Well, <laughs> it has everything. well there was a lusty car. At one point, cracking motorcycle. At one point, the main character screams and cockroaches appear everywhere. Yeah. So you, you just summon them by by doing a high pitched scream. We should just start. I don't watching Mass Rider. Oh, it, it, it was a weird time. Uh, yeah. I, I want to give this series. Well, these first two episodes, uh, four crabs out of ten turtles. Maybe uh, I did score too high for right now. I so, so here's the thing. The animation's not going to get better if you continue watching this series. Like, it's, it's just crappy. But, I thought the design of that one monster was actually not too bad. Yeah. So, I would continue watching this just to scoop out the, like, two to three minutes of animation in each episode where the monsters actually fight. Because that could be cool. And that would maybe rise it up to a five or a six. But, for right now, it's a four crabs out of ten turtles. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right to me. Yeah, I think uh, I'll give it uh, five crabs out of ten turtles. Uh, just a little bit higher than Martin. I uh, I also appreciated the animation on the uh, the actual Godzilla fights. Uh, I could definitely see after these introductory episodes. Hopefully, they would just get to that stuff more, mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily have to spend time introducing the characters or doing the whole uh, honey piss uh, thing <laughs> with the man. That old honey piss trick, <laughs> you know. And it That's maybe would just realize that like, oh, people just want to watch Godzilla fights stuff mm. and get to that and who knows maybe they decided to stop spending time with the uh human characters and just focus on godzilla oh you naive man <laughs> uh, we also didn't mention because i don't think they mentioned it in the show but apparently the team's name is heat it's yeah. like an acronym for something what? yeah <laughs> yeah well, well that's what he stands for horny entrepreneurs at telemarketing <laughs> as everyone knows yeah that sounds right 
The, the Miami Heat. Yeah, yeah, even on Wikipedia, it doesn't say what Heat stands for, but that's what it has listed as H E A T. That's kind of a, okay. See, the so, '90s were a crazy time because you could just make acronyms and never have to explain them. And I miss that power. H definitely has to stand for horny. Horny for sure. <laughs> okay, horny entitled animal tamers. Oh, because they're like, I've been doing this for years, but also I'm so horny. <laughs> <laughs> that seems right. Um, so yeah, I feel like that sums it up pretty well, and now it's time to get into the most fun part, which is the game section, or the stupid game section. Stupid games. And I feel like, so, we brought up Joey Pants. He's a very similar actor to a game we do here, which Joey Pants has been in 150 roles. There's a person we love, (coughs) dear to our hearts, that's been in over almost 200 roles named Ron Canada. And we want to ask you, who the fuck is Ron Canada with one of his roles we bring up? Who the fuck is Ron Canada? So we try to make it fun because he's had so many roles that sometimes we'll do like a character you played in this series. But for this one, well, don't forget, tell him like what what he may already know Ron oh, yeah. Canada from. So you might know Ron Canada from Ted Two. Uh, you know the judge. He's like, hey, I'll allow it, but watch yourself. That's Ron Canada. <laughs> did every judge in every pop culture thing ever has said? Yeah, yeah. but Ron Canada did it better. <laughs> yeah. He did it the best. He's the Shin Godzilla of that judge role. <laughs> Hold on, I think I have what he stands for. The Humanitarian Environmental Analysis Team. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah. They try to make it work, and I hate that. <laughs> but anyways, for Ron Canada... He's had so many roles, but recently one I found that was really funny is that he was involved in the Gold Peak Tea commercial called Homebrew Delivery. <laughs> so my question to you guys is, did he play A, the delivery man, B, the narrator, or C, T-Bud, the tea leaf from space that taught us all about friendship? Ooh, that one, that one. That one. <laughs> I'm going to say narrator because I'm pretty sure those commercials are just narrated. I don't think there are people in them. Hey, why don't you have some fucking fun with this game? Okay? <laughs> fucking ruin this before we even get to Brandon. <laughs> Brandon... <laughs> Just just to have a different answer, I'm going to say the deliver man. Okay. <laughs> well, Luke's right, and I hate him. <laughs> so, this game used to go where the guest always got it right, but now the last two times in a row, fucking Luke's got it. <laughs> I, I, I like watching sitcoms and then being like, well, why why don't you just cancel one of the two dates? Stuff like that. So yes. Things that would immediately diffuse the comedy because they're common sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it also, I, I should have mixed it up a little bit, because when it said homebrew delivery, it's pretty clear that it's a commercial. They're not going to have, like, a delivery man that's like, hi, I have tea. <laughs> yeah. No, you could, t- I, well, you remember those Folgers commercials where, like, they got a story going on? Yeah, it's the best part of waking up. Yeah. I think you, you just like the alien tea leaf thing, and you just want yeah, to Yeah, it was fun to read. <laughs> I mean, I imagine T-Bud would come down and teach us about friendship, but then you'd have to dispose of his body into a boiling hot water while he screams, and then you drink his remains. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Well, I mean, that's like cultural. That's, that's just what their people do. Yeah. They're for us. That's a warrior's death. Yeah. <laughs> it's what they wanted It is the a most. good day to die. To die in boiling, boiling water as my father did. To soothe the throat of this old man. All right. But now, more importantly, we're going to do our other favorite new addition to games, which is calling Aaron Klopfer, uh, to ask him some questions about Tom Kenning. That was... Those are... <laughs> Uh, we called this segment uh, KK, right? Clawford questions. Clawford questions. <laughs> classics. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't say the last one was a K, but it is. No, no. <laughs> yes. Calling Aaron to ask some questions. Uh, I forgot how to search on my phone. <laughs> I also forget I don't have his name under Aaron Clawford. I have it under Dweeb Hintai Clawford. Okay, so you have another his birth name. His birth name, which he changed, you know, his heritage. I know it doesn't matter, but Tom Kenny's wife is the voice of the mom on the Loud House. Oh. That's the house I want to get loud in. You know what I'm talking about, guys? <laughs> oh my god, what if he doesn't pick up this time? Oh, I'm going to be so pissed. We're going to leave a voicemail. Yeah. We'll give out his personal phone number to the entire audience. All right. Hello? Oh, you got so lucky, and we're about to fucking... <laughs> We're gonna put some heat on your ass if you didn't pick up. How are you doing? Okay, you're gonna put some heat on my ass? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna burn your little tush. Oh, dude, I got a big old tush. You're gonna need a big old fire. <laughs> yeah, right. well, we got Brandon Prosec on today. Say hello to Brandon. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Um, yeah, okay, this is really bad. I'm, I could do the phone call, but this is like the worst timing. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm halfway through my uh, trip of carrying heavy groceries home. Oh my god, that's uh, a great image. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll put the groceries down for a second. 
Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're not going to, you're going to have to do this anyway. Yeah, yeah be a professional. I, I can barely hear everyone but Brandon during these things, so I wish, I never laugh at your guys' jokes, I can't hear you, so I just feel like the biggest asshole every time. Oh, yeah. oh I, I thought it was, I thought it was funnier when you were just ignoring us. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the phone's trained to my voice, but anyways, I want, well, the first question I want to ask you is, how often do you think Tom Kenny fucks? Tom Kenny, a voice of Spongebob, and the robot in the series we watched. How often do you think he fuck? Okay, I heard Tom Kenny sponge. How much does he book? Fuck, yeah. Yeah, how, many, how often does he have sex? He's performing, uh, he's, doing, he's double dipping every night. I don't... <laughs> what's the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's right, you got it right. He, how often he fuck? He double dipping every night, so I'll write yeah, that down. Yeah, no, that's an A+. Plus. Yeah. Is Tom Kenny a good kisser? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, then also explain your answer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean that's why some of them have the nickname Hot Lips, and then also they were addicted to heroin because they had so much kissing power. <laughs> they had to tone it down. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I was gonna write down a third question, but I didn't. Um <laughs> So I'm gonna ask you uh I, I got one. Oh. Uh Aaron, do you think Godzilla could have prevented nine eleven? Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It's something I try to talk about, but I get three silence often. Um, and, uh, All right, well, yeah. thank you so much, Aaron. We'll see how you did. It uh, looks like you got an A on the first question, an A on the second one, and then uh, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. No, actually, <laughs> no, we will have you explain it now. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I was going to say he was carrying groceries. He's got to hang up after that. <laughs> Uh, I do want to keep that on going, Drake, because we've asked them that question, I think, three times now and not let them answer. Um, <laughs> viewers at home, let us know. Email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm not doing any work. Uh, I feel like for the last question, uh, or the last game we should do for this, we should do a... What's the deal with these kaijus? 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 <laughs> So for this one, I also haven't prepared a question yet, but I've re- I've drawn the Super S multiple times on a notepad. Is the Super S from the '90s a kaiju? Uh, didn't we discuss this last time? No, I was just talking about how cool it was last time. We didn't talk about if it was a kaiju or not. Oh, well, okay. either way, I'm voting no. Uh, I'm like always, go, I'm gonna go ahead and vote yes. Okay, I think the Super S is like an egg of a kaiju that hasn't hatched yet. Ooh, I like this like answer. It's 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 because it almost looks like a metapod in a way. Yeah, uh, like before it's kind of uh, sprouted out. And... I like this. Like uh, you'd kind of like something would hatch out of it. Egg juice would shoot all over, much like we saw in the series, and then like a fucking Gigan would come out or something. Mm, it's really like hot. Real, yeah, I'm liking that hot <laughs> answer. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm drawing it right now, and there's a monster coming out now, and he's angry, so I'm going to say yes. It I, is like, I like the idea that it's an egg, but I feel like like it would hatch like a bro. Okay, so we need to make, <laughs> we need to make a new section, egg. Okay, I'm just going to write that down. We also didn't explain all the sections, but that's fine. Yeah, it's very long. Kaiju, not kaiju, anti-kaiju, Jew... Uh, uh, one, one sec, let me add this. No, I'll add it fucking later. Okay, so... Yeah. Uh, things that are kaijus, we have things like Zoolander 2, The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, Clifford the Big Red Dog, The Concept of Love, Jerry Seinfeld, Fascism, Capitalism, Hubris, uh, Godzilla, who is also a cool, gentle guy. We have not kaijus, which is like uh, The Beatles, or Shrek, or My Ex-Wife. Uh, we have Schindler's List, which is also just Jews, which is Jesus, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> Zords, Aaron Klopford, Bigfoot, Sasquatch. We have Maybe Jews, which is like Goliath and Kingpin. We have I Don't Care, which is Swamp Thing. We have Whatever, which is the Stupid Game section. We have Anti-Kaijus, which is the Grand Canyon, and Puppet Masters with a Z. Yeah, that's um, right, because they're cool. Yep. We have, pr- we have a list of pretty cool dudes, which is just uh, almost every main character from uh, fucking The Thing. Uh, we now have Egg... And then under that, we have uh, Natural Beauty is Destructive, Unnatural Beauty is New York. You yeah. should also say, I'm pretty sure my ex-wife <laughs> is my ex-wife jokes, not just It could be my ex-wife. Be no, we yeah. haven't talked about my ex-wife jokes. We've only talked about my ex-wife. My ex- I think we have to have a whole episode dedicated to my ex-wife. Oh, can I be on that and talk about do my ex-wife? A whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> you have we have very to do good the, stories. the entire episode is Borat. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. We're all Borat. You know, in a way, we are all Borat. I'm not, I'm, not going, I'm not going any further with this guy. <laughs> why not? Oh, well, that's why. So I feel like we should get to the the recommendations and plug section. Uh, I feel like... Uh, we have batteries in front of us. Oh, yeah. we got Oh, shit. Thing. The batteries. I almost so, forgot. This is an important part of every uh, kaiju thing. Uh, electricity plays a part in everything, right? So lick a 9-volt battery. Yeah. Licking a 9-volt. Ask your parents for permission. In honor of friendship. Yes. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> nice. Have you done this before? No. Oh, no. really? You didn't have a childhood? <laughs> yeah. At least I didn't dabble in this. Oh. Yeah, he's a real freaky kid. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, that's done. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that off we can answer the recommendations and plugs. <laughs> yes. I almost forgot. Uh, I feel like I've started off the recommendations for the last few episodes. Do you guys have anything burning, burning the brain? Uh, I'll, it's not burning my brain, but the uh, DC Universe Doom Patrol. It's pretty good. Like especially this. It's almost the, on Friday. Friday the what will Friday be? The date? Uh, Friday. Because you're you guys are in the future, so it's probably already aired. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, if you've got a DC Universe account, it's pretty good. Some mm. of the episodes are kind of not great. It could be written better, but it's a lot of fun, and they bring in a lot of the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol stuff, which is really interesting, so. And it's got another Brandon in there. It's got Brandon Frazier. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, isn't it Brendan Frazier? Fuck! Yeah, that's yeah. why he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we went over this. But, and if, and... Get a DC Universe account, because even if you don't want to watch uh, Titans or Doom Patrol, they also have a bunch of comic books on there. Most of their DC direct uh, animated movies are on there, and I believe uh, pretty soon, like the next month or two, any comic book from DC that's older than a year is going to be put on the service. Did that nice. new season of Young Justice come out yet? Yeah, uh, I think it's on there already. Maybe. Oh. I, probably. I remember I was seeing ads for it for a while, and now I don't, so that Did probably you guys came see out. The trailer for the animated Hush movie that's coming. No. no. They're doing a Hush adi- uh, adaptation. That sounds like it could be very cool. good or very bad. Yeah, it's true. I was Hush pretty... for Halloween one year. Nice. It was pretty pretty good from what I saw, the trailer. Uh, I'm going to pull <coughs> Brandon Kirkman and just recommend the entire Persona series. Oh, man. That's a good recommendation. Uh, also, uh, follow Brandon Kirkman on Twitter, at KirkmanBrandon. I haven't talked about this, but I'm still a little upset that uh, they have not put Persona 5 on the Switch, and they announced that it's going to be like one of those fucking... Warriors games? Yeah. Which yeah. no one enjoys. No one likes them. I mean, people enjoy them, but it's it's not what everyone wants. It's coming eventually, but why isn't it there now? Yeah. How are they different from... Well, the warrior, it's it's like Dynasty Warriors. Like oh, the Hyrule Warriors yeah, games yeah. are. It's basically that, but with Persona characters. Yeah, no Dynasty so Warriors. So we don't get the fucking sweet 180 hour long RPG. We get a fucking button masher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't need that in my life. I just <laughs> wanted to play Persona 5. I don't know why it's so fucking hard for them to do that. Anyways, I do agree. You should play all the Persona games. They're all fun. I'm going to recommend a website called dapshow.com. That's D-A-P-S-H-O-W. Because they make a lot of really cute and fun pins and things. Like, you can get a rainbow beetle on there. A little uh, name tag that says, Hello, It Me. Uh, I like them a lot, and I order from them often. So, check it out. It's fun. And then I'm going to recommend... Uh, also, follow Martin at uh, Martin Felschman on uh, Twitter. It's a good follow. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess, as far as recommendations go, uh, we had talked a little bit about it earlier. I would recommend seeing John Wick Chapter Three. Yep, Ooh, that's uh, a good one. it was it was really good, uh, just like the first two. Uh, basically, if you like the first two, you're gonna like the third one. You can tell that it's made by the same writer director. Just all the team is back, and uh, it just keeps getting bigger and better in a good way. Uh, uh, do you mind if I plug? Oh yeah, you know what? I forgot to plug. I'll plug real quick too. As always, me, Martin, and a few of the other friends, so Mitch and Liz, run a showcase every third thursday bounce around cafe called slam your dms you were on it recently it's a really fun one you should come out if you're out in chicago and check out a cool place and see a really good comedy show third thursday bounce around cafe 9 p.m be there or make us sad as always yeah 
yeah, I, I've I've been to it just to watch it, and uh, luckily to be on it as a performer. And yeah, it's a blast. It's it's so unique, and there's so many shows to see in Chicago. But if you ever happen to be available uh, with one of those, definitely check it out. Ooh, that's a good plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you uh, are enjoying podcasts, you get to check out my podcast. Uh, the I mean, yeah, you're already here. Come I on, mean, uh, uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on. Uh, why not? Uh, yeah. You're already subscribed to like 200, so go ahead and subscribe <laughs> to 201. Uh, the Entertainment Buffet Podcast. Uh, it's one I do with my co-host, Jessica Kwasniewski. We uh, talk about anything movie, TV, uh, comic, wrestling, entertainment related. Uh, so check that out. And then I know that you guys will probably enjoy it because you talked about watching the terrible uh, Godzilla from 98, which we may do at some point, but uh, I'm starting a new uh, event at Empirical Brewery called Brews and Bad Movies. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, the, excited for that. Yeah, the first one's coming June 21st. It's a Friday. Uh, we're going to have a few stand-ups that uh, I booked to be on the show, and then we're going to watch Street Fighter from the 90s with Jean-Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia's final performance Hell yeah. before he died. Yeah, he, he fucking makes that movie. Oh, he absolutely does. Especially, they literally worked the entire film shooting schedule because he was literally dying of cancer. Yeah. And there were some shots where from far away, I'm like, wow, they, that's clearly a stuntman. He's so skinny. It's like, nope, that was just when he was losing weight. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Brews and Bad Movies, it's at Empirical Brewery on uh, Foster and uh, Ravenswood. It's an awesome nerd-themed brewery. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Should be good. Oh, uh, I, I want to plug the uh, Cupcake Comedy Cabaret, which is an open mic and showcase every Thursday at the Gallery Cabaret. It's a good time. I went to culinary school, and I am very in-depth from it. But I still bake cupcakes for the show, so come and enjoy those. Delicious Shame they cupcakes. want you like pay off your degree with flour. No, it'd be too, it'd be more flour than I could afford. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be a lot of flour. And then I feel like, uh, since Luke has passed, I feel like we can just uh, take it out here. Yeah, as always. Uh, you know, we always end on the same uh, same saying. So uh, you know, robot man only have one plan: drive car fast. That's true. Oh. Bye. Roll that beautiful Bye. Tracy Chapman. <laughs> I remember when we were driving, driving in your car, speed so fast I felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. That's because this is a podcast. Hello, this is your district manager, Hobart. And here at NPC Inc., we stand for two things. Making you a high-quality podcast called Destin Day Jobs and whatever it is this company does. Let's meet some of your fun co-workers. Hi, my name is Stuart D. Beacon, and I'm your half-elf IT person. Oh, hey. I'm Agnes Hellman, and I'm a tiefling accountant. Hello, I am Drew T. Camry. I am a dwarf accountant or CFO. And it's me, Matthias Maxwell. I'm one of your salespersons, and I love anime. Here at Destin Day Jobs, we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, but we've transcribed all the rules into the real world. So join us every other week for a brand new episode where four to five co-workers go on very mundane adventures so they can avoid doing work at all costs and have as much fun as they possibly can with their Destin Day Jobs. So listen in, because we make... The, the Mundane Fantastical! show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>